Hello, and welcome to Gen Nomadic, a podcast and community created by and for the next generation of globally-minded nomads. My name's Julia, and I'm 18 years old, about to enter into a world of post-pandemic apocalypse. I'm just as lost and confused as the rest of you might be, trying to figure out how to navigate a world of such uncertainty. I want to work and travel, but I have some questions, like do I need a degree? How do I travel ethically? Where can I find like-minded people, and will travel still exist post-pandemic, or is it just a thing of the past? Here at Genomatic, I want to create a community of like-minded travelers searching for a lifestyle that works for them. Each week, I'll interview global mentors and explore alternative lifestyle, sustainable travel, and weekly news about how the travel landscape is shifting in the midst of COVID-19. Through Genomatic, I want to empower you to explore the roads less traveled and to find out how you can create a fulfilling, purpose-driven alternative lifestyle in the midst of global chaos. Hello, New Age Nomads, and welcome to this week of Gen Nomadic. Um, in this episode, I got the amazing opportunity to talk to Catherine from Give and Grow on sustainable and ethical travel and everything that she's um, doing with sustainable and ethical travel over in Germany and all of her adventures and experiences. Um, I loved getting to learn from Catherine, and I hope to be collaborating with her on some future um, sustainable new age travel projects. And yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode. If you want to give um, a look into Give and Grow on Instagram, you can check that out. Um, and yeah, just remember to subscribe to this podcast if you've been enjoying the episodes and that a new episode comes out every other week on Mondays. I hope you enjoy and I will talk to you next time. Hello, and welcome to Gen Nomadic, a podcast and community created by and for the next generation of globally-minded nomads. Today, I'm really excited because I'm here with Catherine. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking me on. Yeah. So can you introduce yourself a little bit, who you are, where you're from? Yes, sure. Sure. Um, Yeah, like you said, I'm Catherine. I'm from Germany. I... I'm a former, you can say, former world traveler. I traveled one and a half years together with my boyfriend around the world with a mission to bring the concept of sustainability and conscious travel together because I always struggled with the curiosity and um, the urge to travel, but I also wanted to think and learn about sustainability. That's why I looked out for projects and people around the world who are who took on their problems and challenges and found solutions for themselves. So that was, besides the traveling aspect, really inspiring to listen and learn from those people. And yeah, so now I'm back home in Germany, in Cologne, and I'm about to start my social business uh, also in the same way to encourage and to educate travelers like myself who want to travel sustainably, who want to help in the volunteering sector responsibly and want to be, yeah, just like helping in a positive way. And I want to give them the tools to do it mindful and consciously. And that's what I'm really passionate about. That's really awesome how your personal mission kind of transformed into your like company business and what you're doing now. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that year and a half where you were traveling and kind of what you did to incorporate conscious and sustainable travel? Yes. 
it was a mixture of learning while doing and like i said learning by talking to people so i took on all the different aspects of travel and learned what i can do in a better or less yeah a more, more immersive way also so like the things around zero waste travel so we traveled with like a water filter and own water bottle and we managed to just in one and a half years two people i think we used nine water bottles and 12 containers um really proud because we also traveled in africa and asia and um so this is like one aspect taking your own boxes to the street market and um, kind of reducing your waste then it's also about um, traveling where are you going and sleeping and what where's your money going accommodation wise but also when you're doing tours um, who are you supporting with your money um, and then of course the co2 emission part how do you manage the transport can you actually travel by um yeah by foot by bike by train by bus and not always take take a flight uh, we did take a flight sometimes um and that's what we also always figured what would be the most conscious decision not um taking the cheapest flight um doing layovers in crazy places just to save some money um but really taking like um the less like the best option environmental wise and um yeah and like i said learning about solutions and taking what i learned through my social media my podcast and my blog i started to inspire people to take and make a change themselves so it's not like um uh, it's too too complicated and too messy there's always steps you can do and um yeah just share share their stories as well yeah definitely and is this was this first like year and a half travel experience your first travel experience or like did your love of travel begin somewhere sooner in your life it definitely began sooner in my life i um always loved to travel mm like mostly the yeah the holiday season thing because i was uh, working full time so you can only do three weeks of holiday uh, in a year um, in one part um, but then i also lived abroad in england for some time and i went like for a longer trip to africa to um, south africa tanzania no south africa namibia uh, the region uh, together with my sister so that was more like uh, very different of course from europe um, yeah and i always i got more curious to see more and um, i think it was really a coincidence that i stumbled across people who are traveling long term because i just didn't know that this is actually possible and then i got even more curious and uh, learned how are they doing it and yeah that's that's when i became Oh, I mean, I got the idea to travel long term myself. That's really amazing. So did your, so the first year that you were traveling, the year and a half that you keep talking about, was that, that's your first long term travel experience. And do you have plans to kind of like continue that lifestyle or like, are you enjoying being more settled down or like, what's, what's the plan looking forward? 
Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, we traveled or we started the one and a half years that was the first long time travel and we started it with the intention and idea not to set an end date to feel like uh, we don't have to do a year, we can come back earlier, but we can also keep longer. And at some point I felt like, okay, I want to go home and work on like the idea of giving grow and work on something I want to really accomplish. And what I always had in mind that I liked the idea to be in one place now, I really enjoy it. But long-term or like in general, I want to bring those two lifestyles together. So I wouldn't be like in a your kind of nomadic sense, but to be in one place for longer and then switching places, but not in a touristic travel way, but really experience um, a region. For example, I want to go to Northern Europe, but then I would take several months to travel the region and maybe then come back or stay in one place a little longer. So kind of switching both ideas. Yeah, that's that seems like the ideal lifestyle, just like a balance of the home life and the nomadic living. And how is that feeling kind of like in a post-pandemic context? And what does your business and your lifestyle look like kind of post-pandemic? Mm, you mean what I expect, what it will look like or what it looks like now in the, what do we look Both. like? Both, what it looks like Both. now and what you're expecting it to feel like and look like in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, it uh, feels like the perfect timing to to have uh, my home here in Germany and uh, have, I'm really grateful for, for the apartment and that I have a home here. So it's, um, yeah, it, it, like I said, I'm, like when the pandemic started, I was like, wow, I'm so grateful and lucky I got to travel and I came back, um, right, not right before, but it felt like right before it all started. So it's perfectly fine for me right now. And um, I really hope that post pandemic, we can really work on conscious travel um, as a whole concept and bring it more forward. So people are more mindful of how they want to travel and that together with give and grow, we can also give them some guidance and give them some tools and um, I really also look forward to travel to more distant places again and to see what the world is looking like right now or after post-pandemic. Um, I'm really hopeful and also curious, really. How do you think travel is going to change? Like, how is travel going to look different in, like, the post-pandemic world? Yeah, I would like, yeah, no one knows. <laughs> um, but... Um, I think there will be some people, once there are more planes, they will be like, oh, I, I had, had to stop for so long. I just want to go back into my resort beach holiday life. I think there are some who just want to go to travel again the way they did before. But I hope and I think that mostly... Um, and again, also because the travel industry is suffering at the moment so much. So those who will survive have to come up with a different idea of how they are marketing and how they are approaching travelers. Um, and I'm, I'm really sure that all the 
decisions and um, topics that are going around with uh, Fridays for Future and sustainability and also around Black Lives Matter. People are conscious of certain things. So travel companies have to adapt. And that's why I think those who are still there have to come up with new ideas. So I hope it's like a new way of travel. Yeah, definitely. And you were talking a bit about how you were, when, when you were traveling, you were finding all of like the more sustainable and ethical ways, like more accommodations and ways of travel. Um, how do you think that those kind of apply in like a post-pandemic world? Like, do you think that hostels and homestays and like those more sustainable ways and workaways, those more sustainable um, ways of accommodation will still be accessible in a post-pandemic context. Mm. Interesting thought. Mm, I hope so. I hope so because, yeah, I mean, uh, the question is if those more immersive accommodation and experiences can handle the requirements pandemic-wise, I think this is what, what you're thinking about. And I never thought about it. Um, but it might be difficult, you're right. But um, I think most of the people who are traveling like us, I wouldn't go on travels if I would know I only have this one option to stay in a resort, by the, for example, and I know it's perfectly safe pandemic-wise, I wouldn't go. And I think it's for many travelers, they wouldn't go and travel if they can't have the same sort of experiences they want to have. Um, so in the long term, I think it, it should be and it will be possible again. And this, this, that's the point when travel starts like in a whole. Yeah, definitely. It just might take a while for those modes of travel to become more accessible and just feel more safe for people because it's like a balance of feeling safe, but also wanting that immersive experience. Like we have to find that balance again. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Right. So can you tell us a little bit more about what Give and Grow is doing and how you hope that that will improve post-pandemic travel and just like your, your dreams and aspirations for Give and Grow for the future and how, how it'll affect travelers? Mm -hmm. the, um, the basic thing is it's like an educational online platform. So we want to give travel the tools and the knowledge to decide for themselves, for example, how to travel more sustainably and how to find good, sustainable and ethical projects if they want to go volunteering abroad. So it's like self-empowerment. So if they want to go like uh, travel independently and they don't know how can I find a good project, how do I, how should I prepare? Um, that's where we step in and help them. That's the one part. And thinking like big picture wise in the future, we would love to assist um, the travel industry or players in the travel industry um, to help them accomplish and bring all the ideas together and actually improve their way of doing travel right now. So we have both parts, the travelers who can travel more mindful and have the tools themselves and also the travel industry who is aware of certain, yeah, certain aspects and problems but don't know how and what they can do. So we can help 
them in this part? Yeah, I think the idea of like bringing major travel organizations together and kind of like agreeing to a certain like code of conduct that like these are the things that we're going to follow. That's a really amazing idea. And maybe even like one day having a community like where you have like monthly discussions with like the leaders of those big organizations and talk about how you can move forward. Yeah, that would be really amazing. And um, we kind of, like I said, um, we started interviewing or talking to projects uh, while traveling. And so we started and listened to them what they need, because I always thought it's so amazing and cool that we have this local projects, but no one knows about it. Um, and they came up with fundraising and also volunteering opportunities. That's how it all started around volunteering. And I think um, the idea of not, I think you also had Claire on the podcast, so I know the idea of not only traveling because I want to help, but to learn. And it's like, really, it's such a, such a deep way of traveling. Um, we just want to help people to accomplish the idea and you can only do it if you really take the time beforehand to reflect and to think about what you want to do and how you want to behave and what the implications are and i really would love to have more people a similar experience definitely and like having each person kind of create their own traveler's mission statement before going on a trip and knowing their personal why instead of just like the big organizations just being like this is why you should go to this destination or check this place off of your bucket list but understanding yep. your individual reasoning and like what you want to get out of an experience how you want to grow yeah i think like um a lot of what like the travel reset and like the new age of travel has to do with and everything that Give and Grow is trying to do. It's just making travel more purposeful and mm -hmm. trying to think of it more as like a learning and like an educational experience. It's just definitely mm -hmm. an important way to like reframe travel. Yeah, because I think for many years and I also understand why travel has been and still is a big privilege for only a small percentage of the world. And um, that's why we also frame it like a privilege. We say that we have the privilege and we went to country X and we saw this culture and we saw this sightseeing event. Um, this is, I think this is a big part why we tick so many boxes and we feel like we have to uh, tick boxes and collect countries in our passports. So, um, that's why, like I said, bringing more purpose back into the travel industry and back to really staying with yourself and taking the ego out. I think that's yeah. also a big part. Because if only 1% of the world will ever get on a plane and will ever be travelers, like we want to make sure that we're like doing it in an ethical and responsible way because like we're people that have the opportunity to like learn from all these places around the world firsthand and not many people will ever get to do that. And I think that like because of that, we have this huge responsibility to like share knowledge and to educate and to like spread messages because travel can be used as such a powerful tool. But I feel like, yeah, right now in the travel industry, I feel like that's kind of being abused and it's travel right now is more about personal pleasure rather than like, global connection. Yes, for sure. And it's so interesting that all the travel industries and volunteering industries, they know 
what we sort of want. Um, so they take it for their marketing and they just really targeting our needs. Um, and the thing is, we don't even notice what they are doing. Um, and we feel like we are doing something really good and uh, it's okay to travel because we have the privilege and all that. But um, I recently I read an interesting book and uh, there was one sentence that was like, we travelers think we are givers, um, but we also take, we also take us. If that's make any sense in English. So we are um, we thinking like, oh, we are bringing the money to all the foreign countries and um, it's so good I'm coming here because other people have work only because I'm traveling here. But the thing is we are traveling and we are also taking resources. Um, and many people forget this case. Uh, and when I reflect my travels, I also, I can remember places where I, for example, churches or big cultural sites where I had to pay entrance fee. And I don't know if that was the case for a long, long time. And maybe back then communities could access their cultural sites without paying a fee. But now it's like just for tourists and they can't go themselves. So it's not only, um, like water food-wise or place-wise, um, but also the cultural aspect. That was really interesting for me to, to reflect. Definitely. And yeah, there's, there's so many issues with ethical travel and if it's correct and it's very tricky to figure out a way where we are actually doing good and it's not just feel-good experiences where we think that we're doing good, but it's like, actual do good work and kind of on that topic do you think that travel can be ethical like do you think we can reach a point where travel or is travel ethical mm, i think um there's no final destination to one ethical travel i feel like you can imagine ethical travel like a uh, like a line or like where you can move from left to right. And I really hope we are moving in the right direction towards a more ethical travel. And I think this is definitely possible, but I also feel on the way to getting there, we will be getting aware of even more problems and more issues like plastic, I don't know, five, 10 years ago. And then not right now it's more of, the ethical or ethnical uh, races part we're getting aware of. There's so many different aspects. Maybe um, yeah, in a few years, there's even more we are getting aware of. We just don't know right now. So um, it's it's an endless journey. But I'm, I'm, in general, I would say I can't imagine a world without travel, without encounters between people. And I feel if we are reflecting in a way beforehand and we can try to to meet on eye level if we try um, then we can learn on both sides and that's what i really would love for the world definitely yeah and a world without travel would be very strange and interesting from from the perspective of someone who who's privileged enough to travel it would it would be very weird and isolating because 
you would be so connected and interconnected with the world through media and our phones and the news, but you'd never have the opportunity or feel like it's responsible or ethical or, you know, enough to, to go, to go and experience anything for yourself. And I think also something on this topic is that travel doesn't always have to mean internationally, that travel can just mean like within your own state or country or wherever you're living and that you can see different cultures and meet different people in those sort of ways. And that we're kind of leaning that way in the future of travel, but that international travel should still be there, but for like more purpose-driven experiences that are more thought through, not just like, I'm going to buy a plane and go all halfway across the world. Yeah, so true. I mean, it's one gift of uh, the current pandemic situation that people are exploring their surroundings and uh, their home countries, definitely. And another thought is, um, when I'm talking about this exchange on eye level or traveling and meeting somewhere, I think it would still be amazing to um, to sort of move in the direction of not only us traveling to certain countries, but also enabling them to travel to, to our home countries. Um, because we can still also meet here. It would be amazing to have this kind of exchange also here. And this is also one part that will be um, leading to, towards uh, more ethical travel um, and towards, yeah, encountering different people and cultures at home. And yeah, definitely. And then also you get to kind of like have that very deep immersion of like a homestay when you can do that exchange because maybe you can, and then you can also build that kind of trust between different families and different communities where in like a I think a post-pandemic context like you really need that trust when you're doing homestays and exchanges but I think that yeah exchanges can be an amazing way in like in the future of ethical travel like a, a great mode of travel it's just finding out a way for people to like access exchange travel without blowing it up into like a mass um travel organization that's doing it unsustainably so it's just like it's a very interesting tedious process yeah yeah like the whole thing right um so many aspects we have to work on but um like i said it's really interesting in which ways or what we are uh, heading towards and i'm really curious how it will actually turn out um because there's so many problems interconnected and there's not one solution or one pathway towards ethical travel. Um, but like I said, like the more, um, one, one, one aspect is the traveler themselves and the organizations, um, global interconnections, um, economies. Yeah, I don't know, it's really crazy. Definitely. So from all of your travels and all of your experiences with Give and Grow, what would be your advice to the next generation of global nomads who want to live an alternative global lifestyle, don't want to do a nine to five, um, but want to travel in this post-pandemic context? Mm -hmm. Get to know yourself. Get to know yourself and take time to get to know yourself. And you don't need the travel itself to get to know yourself try to be mindful and curious about yourself even before you're traveling um, think about what do you like what are your strengths and weaknesses 
um, why do you actually travel? Like we are, we have said before, what's your intention? What do you want and why do you want it? And for example, if you're talking about normal travel and starting maybe some online business, um, some working while traveling, I would also encourage to try to start before you travel, not like it has to be finished or, um, I don't know, it has to be um, financing your, your travel right away. Um, but it's some people underestimate the both aspects of working and traveling. Um, it's not like if you want to go to holiday and just stay in one place and just relax, but if you're traveling and working, um, it can be a lot. So get to know yourself, take time to get to know yourself. Um, yeah, and build a base before you go set an intention. Definitely. And kind of one more question around like work and travel. Um, like what would you recommend for someone who wants to work in the travel sphere, not industry, but just in the travel realm? And like what advice would you give for someone who wants to work in experiential education or wants to create their own kind of company like you have? Mm -hmm. So you mean specifically in the travel topic wise industry, not online business, right? Yeah, or either one, all of them. Okay. Um, in general, I would say um, okay, starting your own business. In general, I would say um, if you want to do it while traveling, for example, figure out your workflow. So if you have an own idea, or if you want to accomplish something, um, find a place where you're really comfortable um, and stay for a few weeks. So you don't have to think about where do I sleep? Where do I eat? Uh, how do, how can I organize my day? And then you're also building a business. So that's, that's one part setting, setting the factors um, around building a business and then um, ask people what, what they need. If you have your own idea, just try, um, get yourself out, talk to people and ask them, I have this and this idea. I would like to help people on this topic. Um, what are your current challenges? Uh, I think the best thing is to talk one-to-one talk -one to people and get to know their problems and challenges and then you can build on that for your own idea. Yeah. That's great. Really good advice. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It was great getting to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me on. I really enjoyed talking to you. Hey, New Age Nomads. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Catherine from Give and Grow. I hope you learned a lot. And if you want to see more about what she's doing over at Give and Grow, give them a follow on Instagram. Um, but other than that, I will talk to you next time. And I hope you are keeping your travel dreams alive. Um, I am just a little update on my travel life, what's happening right now. I um might be trying to go to India later in this year, might be an au pair um, in the Himalayas, but I'm going to be recording an episode on that later if that kind of comes to fruition. But hope you enjoy this episode and I will talk to you later.